following was produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated in Memphis, Tennessee. Hello, my name is Rick Cheddar, and this is From Radio Land. Greetings, salutations, hello, hey, how's it going? Welcome to another episode from Radio Land, from the home office in Memphis, Tennessee. Studio A is where we at. This is. For those keeping score, episode 401. <laughs> keeping score. I don't know. Look at the file. It might tell you what's up. Uh, it's, it, it, it's, it's, it's the old radio adage, man. If you, if, if, if you think they don't know it, assume they don't. You know, that's, 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 <laughs> that's kind of how that is. The way this, uh, this business is, is weirdly turning, and that it is. Boy, howdy. Is it, uh, is it crazy? I was having a discussion to, just today um, over lunch with the... Uh, with the immigrant, the wife, about how drastically things have changed in the world of broadcast and, you know, broadcast television being what it was and what it is now. And it's kind of sad because everything is on demand. Same thing with with radio to a certain extent. There is some some I'd like to think there are some old holdouts. I mean, the live shows that we do uh, still gather a pretty good audience. Um, the uh the, the regular programming at Radio Memphis, notwithstanding. I mean, you know, with the morning show, you've got the uh, the blues show, which is on Sunday nights. And then uh, uh, Tundria and Gerald have the Radio Memphis Life Music Hour, which is, you know, that's got, that's a thing. That's got a lot of uh, a lot of follow to it. So, you know, so there's that, uh, you know, uh, Prague Time, Metal Mondays, all that stuff. See, those are all live shows that, that we run. And uh, there's something to be said for that. We've talked about that before, about that human connection, you know, uh, and I think it's what we were into last week. But, you know, um, the, the whole the whole vibe of this gets a little uh, a little misconstrued. It gets lost somewhere in uh, in translation, especially when there are other people that are trying to, quote unquote, compete with you. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny because there's, there's there's not there's not really any competition per se. It just doesn't really exist. It's not a, it's not what you expect it to be. You know, when they think, well, we're just going to compete with this. We're going to do that. We're going to go head to head with these guys. Uh, no, it's not because really you're competing with the entire world. It's you against everybody. And uh, it's a, it's a term, there's a term for it I've used in the past called screaming in a hurricane. And that's exactly what this business is. You know, whether it's podcast, whether it's on demand, well, same thing, whether it's live radio, whatever, whatever it is that turns your crank, you know, it's, it's, it's weird because you're not really built on your own reputation anymore, whatever that may be. You know, I came from a, from a world of terrestrial based FM radio. And, uh, when I left that, when it left me, uh, I thought the transition would be pretty, you know, pretty, you know, stable. It, it wasn't. There's nothing, you know, because you think that when you go, then your audience is going to go with you. They, they, they don't. Some of them do. You know, some, some, some do make the transition over there and they go, oh, well, okay, so you're on that, so I know where to find you. And, you know, they go, oh, tune in is cool, which it is. You know, that's, and that's, that was the whole point is putting this, this program in, in as many places as we could just to get as many listeners as we could. And, and that works out. Do we get a chance to really track all of it? No, not at all. But we know that it's there and 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 because there's other ways to measure this sort of stuff. So, yeah, the, the world changing for what it is has certainly been, you know, amusing in all intents and purposes. Excuse me, I was taking some water. The, you know, it's, it's like uh, uh, I had a conversation uh, with uh, somebody about, uh, well, you know, I'm not, I'm not, 
I'm not I'm not making any money doing doing the thing, you know. And it's, it's like you listen to the show, and it's like, wow, I can see why. <laughs> you know, you gotta you gotta put some effort into it. You gotta put some thought into it. Eh, this show, am I doing that? Not really, not entirely. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> of course, I kid. There's a lot of effort that goes into this. I've been do- look. This is episode 401. Goddamn it! This is there's there's been 400 of these shows just like this right behind it, and it's been around for a while, and nobody said, "Hey, you suck. Stop." And I think if if somebody actually did say that, I would probably just keep right on going. That's what you got to do. All right, we'll pause. We'll get into it. We'll be back in a few moments. Uh, we're gonna have a, a chat about stuff. <laughs> we'll get we'll get kind of critical with something. It's kind of fun too. So uh, so stick around. It's next here at Radio Land. Does your current bathroom need to be updated immediately? Introducing One Day Bath and Shower Remodeling. The complete and hassle-free way to get the new bathroom of your dreams in as little as one day. And for as little as $1.99 a month. Yes, the experts at One Day Bath and Shower Remodeling will come to you anywhere in the country and show you all the customized options. Now you can have a brand new bathroom in as little as one day. Large or small bathrooms, if you want a new bathtub or shower installed, we can do it in as little as one day. And if you call right now, you can save $750 off your remodel. We make it easy by offering you financing as low as $199 per month. Call now to schedule your free in-home consultation. 855-380-5703. 855-380-5703. That's 855-380-5703. So Facebook is changing their name. Those of you that have uh, followed this program for as long for, for as long as it has, I know you were probably sitting there thinking, well, when that news broke that Facebook was going to be changing over to Meta, uh, you probably thought that uh, uh, this will be interesting to hear how people react to it. And uh, I, I, have, I have a reaction to it. Um, this is probably... Not to put too fun of a spin on it, but it's probably going to be the end of it. It's it well, it certainly is the end of Facebook as you know it. Uh, there's you know, <laughs> but by God, where am I going to get all of my get all of my health news? Where am I going to get all my politics? Where am I going to where where can I be an expert now? It's not it's not going to be like that. I don't I don't think it is. Uh, I thought for the longest time that perhaps. Uh, when Facebook would, you know, would go away, it would be under different circumstances. But this is just plainly, obviously ridiculous that it's kind of hard to even wrap my head around how ridiculous this is. You know, look, Mark Zuckerberg and and, and company over there, Facebook, they're all under a, a very critical eye, mine, mine included. And you've got people in Congress that are saying, why aren't you stopping the uh, the spread of false information? And they'll tell you, oh, yeah, we are. But you're hearing from people that used to work there that are saying, no, we didn't. In fact, we promoted it in some places because it kept you there. It kept that audience logged in. It kept you staring at that stupid screen in the palm of your hand. That was the whole point. The longer a website can keep you on its site, the more advertisements you'll be consumed by. That's that's how that works. And so, under after all of the scrutiny and everybody bitching and whining and moaning about how bad Facebook is, people have started starting to realize it. Um, I, a good number of people that I know have already abandoned it. I'm not far from it, to be quite frank with you. I don't I don't know that I need it. 
at least my own personal page. The other stuff, the show pages and stuff, I don't have a problem keeping that. But my own personal page, that's just a, that's that's a shit show, dude. That's like doom scrolling at its worst. And now they're just basically putting lipstick on a pig, and they're going to change it to Meta, the Metaverse. Here it is. We're going to get all of your metadata, and we're going to plug it into the Metaverse, and I'm going to sell all of that information, whether you want it or not, and you're going to... You're going to be inundated with emails and phone calls and text messages because you gave me your information and it's in the metaverse now and it's worth billions for me. It's what it is. It's, it's just, it's, it's silly. I, I, I saw some, he was using some Facebook live thing. I watched a little bit of it. It was somebody had taken the clip of it. And it was him and his speens in his backyard somewhere and they're barbecuing and they're talking about sweet baby Ray's barbecue sauce. I was like, dude, really? You know, there's a lot. Of, look, it's a decent sauce, but let's not go crazy about it. And it's starting to show up in all of his pictures now. And he's like, well, this is what Facebook Live is supposed to be about. It's like hanging out with your buds and you're, you're drinking, you're shoving up and, you know, eating some ribs. Bitch don't know good ribs if it reached up and slapped him in the ass. Seriously. He certainly doesn't know good barbecue sauce, I'll tell you that. My opinion. <laughs> But now he's and they've talked about doing this. They he's gone all in on this whole notion of virtual reality. Everything is going to be VR. It's just going. It's I don't know. There's some weird dystopian vibe I'm getting out of this whole deal. There, there's this expectation that people are just going to sit there in their homes with this thing attached to their face. You know, I saw Alien. And they're just going to inundate you with whatever this weird world of content is going to be, and it's it's not my it's not my vibe. I know that you're gonna you're gonna you hear stories down the way of people that have gotten into car crashes because they've been wearing their VR headset while they were driving. That's how gullible that they expect you to be. That's how this works. That's how all of Facebook works. It's all about gullibility. Have you scrolled through your feed? Have recently? Have you just? I flip mine over to recent. I don't do the algorithmic one. I, not that it's they're all sort of the same, but I, I, I tend to go to the recent ones because I like the timing aspect of it. And uh, it's it, there's nothing there. I, we, we've talked about this for a long time. People don't have content. That's the issue here that I think old Zuck is going to have uh, against him here is that he doesn't have the content. Content is king. Bill Gates said that very famously in the past, uh, you know, and be that as it, as it may. Yes, it's true. Content is king, but there's also another thing about the internet that you have to understand. And that is this, is that what 85% of everything you see online, around 85 to nearly 90% of everything you see online is created by 10% of the people. If that it's, there's, there's only of everything you see online, there's none of it that's original. There's a good chance that that, it, that it's not original. And it's been created by 10 or 15% of the other people online who are being original, who have original thoughts and content. And everybody else is just ripping it off. <laughs> it's, it's been that way since day one. And that's, you know, and I'm ta- I'm not talking about you know, the internet, I'm talking about shit, movies, toys and stuff. People go, oh yeah, this is the biggest and greatest thing. And then, you know, other people go, hey, this is, this is fantastic. Hey, let's do our twist on it. Let's do, Cause they don't, they don't want to, 
They don't want to come up with something new that would involve work. That that's and that's just it. You know, there there's that whole thing. Oh, God, talk radio is the worst. I mean, they're all copying each other. Oh, it's the Gardening Gun Club, brought to you by Dupont. You know, <laughs> really. You know, there's no there's no substance, and you know, I, I've always I'm, I guess because as a consumer myself. I like to be able to consume something in the media that I feel like I have a takeaway from. You know what I mean? Where I feel like I can walk away from it with with a little bit of either helpful knowledge or I've been entertained in some aspect or another, or at least something thought provoking. That's that's kind of the key here, isn't it? When you look at something and you realize, all right, let's let's take a look at this Zuckerberg thing, this whole meta thing. It's a bad business idea, but that's just my opinion. But okay, if he's going to try and do all this, what's the end game here? The end game is not to provide you with something that is even remotely useful. It might be amusing, but it's about it's about you. Here's a, here's a notion, good to think about too, uh, that if something doesn't cost you anything, you are the product, and in some cases, you're the target. You know, that's just kind of what that is. You are the product. You're who you are, who you like, what you like, the things that you do, the places that you go, the trackability that you're allowing is the product. And that's what Meta is all about. You know, it's it's the data within the data. It's even more, it's, you, you know, I would imagine when this whole thing finally does happen, when he does pull the trigger on all this and it, there's, there's this whole Meta thing, the terms of service is going to be really interesting. It's going to be as long as a CVS receipt. It has to be. There's just no two ways around it. And that's why I said for a lot of people, it may be the end of the of, of the notion of even using this product for what it is. I don't know that I would. Not that I'm any, you know, any great shakes here. But, I mean, does it really matter if I'm, if I'm hanging around or being a part of this whole thing? Does You, you sit there and you go, well... Who cares what I think? Who cares what what I look at? Who cares? Trust me, there are people that do. <laughs> they they really do. And it's not because of, oh, this guy's kinky. It's not that. It's the fact that that you're looking at this kind of stuff and that trackability means that they can sell products of other things that you might like. Hey, check it out, Daddy-O. We heard you like ass. Well, check this out. You know, it's one of them deals. We hear you like hot cars. Well, check this out. We hear you like video games. Check this out. You know, that's it's this that's what this is all about. And is there any tangibility to it? Not one bit. Not one bit of tangibility exists in any of this. And that's the whole point here is that now you've become this product. You know, you might as well just have a, you know, have a brand stuck on your butt and sent on about your way like you were some sort of beef cow on a ranch somewhere in the middle of Texas. That's what it is, you know. You're just you're 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 meat for the grinder. You're making the sausage, and and uh, I I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. Uh, Instagram is not going to go through any changes. It's not going anywhere. A lot of I know a lot of people use it. I thumb through it from time to time. It's interesting. I don't think that my life is that interesting to take part in it. But there's that. Twitter is just as toxic as it can be. And then of course there's WhatsApp, which I have no clue what that is. You know, TikTok, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't. I just don't have, I'm starting to be, I, I'm, I don't know. What a lot of people think is about 
um, perhaps maybe our lives are a little more valuable than what uh, what some guy at uh, Facebook thinks. Don't you think? And all that kind of how that is. Maybe maybe it is time we all kind of unplug from the great thing. You know when it when it, when when it crashed. You know when the whole thing went down. Remember that? Remember it was just a, what a month or so ago when Facebook was down for what a whole day. And how big of a joke it was. There wasn't all that high hollering. I mean, there was a lot of people that kind of missed it, but they they went and did something else. <laughs> they went to Twitter. They went to Reddit. They went to they went to whatever they went to. And it's it's silly because we we started to realize it's like, well, this isn't really all that important. Yeah, I know that there are a lot of people out there who live and die by what occurs in their Facebook feed. I that's that's just that's a reality. I get it. It's it's odd to think that there are people that are like that, but there are. And it's not it's not that I know the young kids would be all about it and having a big old time. That's that's fantastic. But there's a lot of adults, dude. I mean, seriously, <laughs> there's there's a lot of interesting people there that um you go, wow, really? Mm. Most kids are like, they've had enough of it, you know, because Facebook was such a generational thing. So a lot of youngsters are like, eh, whatever. Uh, but they're all up in the TikTok, I'll tell you that. Oh, Lord have mercy. You know, so, you know, the, you have you have all of these things that, that are there. And what value does it bring to anything, really? I mean, yeah, I can see where some aspects of it would, would have a, an inherent value in a way of uh, maintaining some sort of a communication or an open line. But even that, we failed at that. They failed at that. It's just all part of the part of the weirdness behind it. But that's just the way that goes. Understandably so. And should it be that way? No, probably not. Because really, what 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 does that what does that provide us? If if we woke up tomorrow and it was all gone, if there was no real social media, would would there would there be any difference in society? Doubt it. I really doubt it. Because there's there's so many other ways that we you know let's you know, look. The internet is young, man. It is it is way young, and the golden age of it has already happened. I mean, it's how fast things are moving. We're in this web 2.0 thing, and and guys like uh, Zuckerberg are trying to to um, um, I guess trying to engineer it or trying to shape it into what what's important to them. And the, and the reality of it is really that it's not. You know, there's there's no there's no basis and reason for any of it to exist, and that's the hard part because what what can you do about that? Basically, just turn it off, go away. You know, it's easy to, you know, I'm, I'm to the point now with my phone that, uh, you know, I, I guess I get so many inbound messages or emails and, and it's all business related that that's where my focus is. It's only the real rare moment when I have nothing else to do or if I'm waiting on something, then I might crack open the old app and take a look through there and go doom scrolling for a few minutes before I lose my shit. <laughs> you know, that's that's kind of how that, how that works. So, you know, uh, trying to combat that. I get, but why combat it when you know that's the way people are? So you you have to go with it. It goes back to the same adage by about putting lipstick, uh, lipstick, lipstick on a pig. Yeah, I know what I said. I know what I was trying. <laughs> Look, I worked for a company that did just that that very thing. They were known as the evil empire. They were the worst. They were the roughest people. They were they they didn't give a shit. They were soulless, heartless bastards. Every last one of them. I'm talking about Clear Channel. And you've, if you've listened to this show for any amount of time, you know how I feel about it. 
And then it turned into iHeartRadio. And it was still the same stinking thing. That's what this is going to be. People are still going to call it Facebook. They may go, oh, no, it's meta. It's meta. No, it's Facebook. Go fuck yourself. It's not, it's not, this has no bearing in society. And it means nothing to the rest of us, doesn't it? I mean, is that is that a fair assessment? Because as I mentioned before, if it all just went away, would we really even miss it? There'd be some of us who'd be like, oh, well, you know, I remember a time when, you know. And as I mentioned, too, that it was such a generational thing that once once this generation moves on to something else to consume, you know, like locusts, the the thing will just go away. It'll just die on the vine. So maybe maybe the people at uh, Facebook are trying to find the relevancy of it before that actually happens. And if they think that it's going to be this whole virtual reality thing, yeah, that's going to be a little sad to think that was what was what was holding the whole thing up, or even you know creating this whole thing in the in the beginning. I don't know that I buy into that being the real reality of what these things should be, and I would imagine you would sort of feel the same way, you know. Those of you with kids know exactly what I'm talking about because they don't they don't care they don't give two shits about it. And even if meta is a thing that comes around, I doubt these kids are going to care about that either. They don't care. They don't care at all. They're too busy hanging out doing the things that we used to do when we were all kids. They're out there hanging out behind some building, you know, chain smoking some pilfered Marlboros somewhere and drinking the old lady's liquor. You know, that's what they're doing. Kids are going to be kids. And when it comes to social media, they're the ones that are having to be the brunt of all of the all the weirdness that exists within it. Imagine as an adult what it was to be like to go through your high school years with a camera on you every step of the way. Whether it's a still image or whether it's video. And then the ability to take that that image and just share it with the entire world. Wow. No wonder kids are fucked up. <laughs> You know, I thought I thought we had it bad. You know, the worst thing we had to deal with was getting ridiculed by our buds the next day in school. But no, no, not with this. Then it's out there for permanent record for everybody for all of time. It's like, hey, you got to get this image off the Internet. I don't even think that's even possible. I, you know, <laughs> I think once the cat's out of the bag, it's out of the bag. And that, you know, in the heyday of Facebook, boy, howdy, that was that was a thing, man. That was a thing. And now all it is is people you know, uh, still taking pictures of their food. Look what I'm eating. Look what my wife made me. Uh, take, you know, t- oh, dude, your kids are ugly. Quit, t- quit taking pictures of them and putting them online right now. It's, I know with Halloween and stuff, Oh, my kids in a costume. Oh, what an evil little monster that is. And then I'm, and then if it's not that, then I'm, then we're getting preached at, right? There's, there's always that, this, that, that one person who does nothing, but, you know, has sermons up there on, 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 uh, no, I'm, I'm unfriending you because of that now. Thank you. <laughs> Not that I care. I just, I don't, I don't need to be preached at. I, I don't, I, maybe you think I do, but I, I don't, you know, to me, it's about, you know, cat videos. <laughs> that's, that's all there is to it. Just show me the cat videos. That's cause that's kind of died off and I'd uh, puppies and, Cat videos and stuff. That's that's the that's what I that's what I want. Nobody nobody's ever passing anything of real value across that platform. That's don't be ridiculous. 
It's stuck out there to, you know, run a flag up. A f- it's the flagpole. It's the flagpole you use to run a flag up and see if somebody else saluted. And if they do, then you've done your job and you can move on about your day. If not, so is that. So th- there it is. That's 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 all there is to it. So <laughs> whatever it is that you're going to do, I guess do it. But, you know, you got to be you got to be cool about that, <laughs> you know, or don't. You know, it, it, look, every the, the Internet is its level playing field now, and you have the ability and the right to do whatever it is that you want. It's up to everybody else to decide whether or not they like it or not. You see what I mean? Does that make any amount of sense at all? Because if it didn't, then 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 there's a disconnect somewhere here along the way. And when we tear down the old, maybe we'll build something new that we can all get along with. Hi, this is Reverend Oma with the Broom Closet Metaphysical Shop. We have a huge selection of spiritual supplies and gifts for whatever your path or practice. We stock hundreds of gemstones and specimens and carry a variety of beautifully crafted gemstone jewelry starting at just $10. Our talented staff offer tarot readings, aura and chakra analysis, and sound baths. Book your appointment or shop online at thebroomcloisetmemphis.com or visit our shop in downtown Memphis at 552 South Main. Come to the Broom Closet and let us help you light your path. Steven. Who said that? Me, down here. Ugh, what are you, a yellow booger? I'm a banana slug, Steven. What are you doing in my room? I'm your sense of adventure. It's been a long time since we've had an adventure in the forest. Mom took me to the forest last year. I'm a slug, Steven. It took me a long time to get here. You're right. I should get out. Yeah, the forest is not that far away. Hey, Mom! Come to the forest where the more adventurous you lives. Check out discovertheforest.org for cool places nearby. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Here's what's coming up on the next episode from Radio Land with Rick Cheddar. I remember a time when when people were in the public eye and, you know, they had some type of weird thing that was going on in their world, you know, uh, that they were, I don't know, maybe really crazy. <laughs> I, and I mean like batshit crazy. It's like, wow, you didn't know you thought like that, did you now? Uh, there's there's that and, and everything. We used to treat that so differently than we do now, don't, don't you think? It's it's as if we we go, well, oh, um, back then I go, well, I didn't realize that about you, and I can back off, back away slowly. And that person was actually very careful about the way they displayed themselves. Not anymore. No, have you noticed that? Now we just parade it around like it's like some type of a, a badge of honor. If you want to see what that really is like, all you have to do is turn on your television and watch something about politics. For previous episodes, go to radio-memphis.com. To download episodes to your mobile device, search the show in iTunes, player.fm, stitcher.com, pocketcast, or tune in. And now, here's more with Rick Cheddar from Radioland. There you go. You heard what's coming up next time on the program as uh, we uh, just cruise right on through here. Uh, the end of October right now, of course. Halloween. That's the date of production, by the way. Um... For for the show, the 31st of October. That means tomorrow's the 1st of November. And you know what that means? The holidays. The high holidays, they've begun, man. They, it goes from Halloween to the uh, the Super Bowl. And I want to I hip you to something, too, while I'm thinking about it. Uh, and it, this is something that we've been working on for a while now. In fact, 10 months. And I'm talking about Feed the Blues. Uh, I don't know if you've heard about this. Um, you'd have to be living under a rock if you didn't. But it's a uh, it's a program that the Memphis Blues Society and Radio Memphis have teamed up on to help feed those that were impacted by the, uh, and those those in the entertainment business that have been impacted heavily by the pandemic. That's a thing that happened, you know? 
and still does. And, and the end result is, is that there were a lot of folks, some of them seniors, most of them seniors, that were that was their only source of income was playing a show here or there, and that 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 got taken away from them because of this of this uh, virus. And so we kind of put our heads together, and we I, frankly, it started with me being kind of pissed off at the fact that there's some old guy out there that doesn't have anything to eat. That bothered me because you know they've already gotten screwed over by every other person in this industry. You know, let's let's do what we can because nobody deserves to sit there with an empty bowl. That's all there is to it. An empty plate, an empty bowl, an empty glass. That can't be. So we decided we'd uh, put our, our our forces together and put something together. And this all started in December of 2020. And uh, that's when it that's when it began. So this December of 2021 will mark one solid year that uh, we have had the Feed the Blues campaign going on. Now, before you sit there and try and pat somebody on the back for this uh, this bit of uh, of uh, trivial information, it shouldn't have lasted this long. Quite frankly, it shouldn't have had, but we've had to do it. And I know as we get closer toward the end of the year, people tend to get a little bit more generous. And we've had to deal with the fact that there were some stingy motherfuckers that were out there that didn't want to help. <laughs> I'm going to call it what it is. Boy, that's a real, real helpful plea, Rick. Well, you know, that's the whole point here, man. Because the reality of it is this. There are still those in very, very much in need. The bags of food that we deliver, every everybody on our list gets one bag of food. And that bag, for a couple of these musicians, lasts them the entire month. That's a thought, dude. Imagine that. And we need we need some help with it, you know, quite frankly. We're doing what we can. Uh it's it hasn't been easy. It's tough all over, but there are those of us, if you know, if we are leaving behind the least of us, then that just makes us as big of a monster as everything else that caused this. Um, there's a couple of ways you can help out. Uh, what we'd like is next time you go grocery shopping, you know, grab a few, you know, non-perishable stuff, you know, some canned goods, uh, some like dried pastas, uh, peanut butter, you know, that kind of stuff. Nothing that's going to go off. And, uh, you know, I, I don't, it doesn't have to be much, you know, like 10 bucks worth, you know, throw it in your basket, separate it, run it over to our station, you know, at 4745 Poplar Avenue. That's where we're located. 4745 Poplar Avenue. Uh, we're there from uh, 9 a.m. to around 6 p.m. Monday through Thursday. And then on Fridays from 9 a.m. to a little after, well, actually, uh, no, five days a week, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., um, yeah, something like that. Come on by, just drop it off uh, with us. You know, you leave it up in the front room. Uh, you know, shoot us a message and let us know that you, that that you're coming. And uh, you know, you don't even have to come in and say, "Hey, just you know, drop some stuff off." It could be paper products. It could be socks. It could be anything. If you are in our area, that's in it's in Memphis. It's in what is technically East Memphis, but it's right in the center of the city. Uh, Forty-seven forty-five Poplar Suite B one hundred is where we're at. Uh, the zip code is three eight one one seven. Now, uh, there's another way you can help, and it's it's digital. It's a little quicker, and it would uh, it does just as good, if not better. And it's going to the Memphis Blues Society's website, MemphisBluesSociety.com. And there on the left side of the page, on the sidebar over there, up near the top, you'll see a link that will take you to the Papa Don McMinn Musicians Fund. It's a PayPal link, and you can throw some money in that, and that goes a long way. If it's one thing Mark Caldwell has done is he's learned to stretch a goddamn dollar. That's that's for damn sure. And so that's a great way for you to take part in this, in this little program and help feed those in need. These are people that have been guests uh, at the radio station, usually for the booze and blues and other shows. 
and they're hurting. Man, they are hurting bad. I was in a position uh, the past couple of months. We needed some help in uh, delivering some of the bags, and I and I took some out, and had my little list, and off I went. And I and I got to I got to see them. You know, I got to I got to look them in the eye and and check on them. You know, be a human. Man, there's something about that. That's what we are, right? So when you act like one, it's funny how the whole world changes, you know, even for just a minute, you know, watching these old guys with tears in their eyes, wondering what's, what's going to happen next. And they're scared. And that's the, that's the fact of the reality. They're, they're scared of the whole thing. And you'll, and you'll hear from them. I thought we were forgotten. Boy, howdy. Well, I just, I just, I just, it hurts to hear it, but that's, that's the fact. That's, that's the real truth. Um, if, if, uh, if the money thing or, uh, the actual physical donation thing, uh, is something that uh, you can't swing, totally get it. I totally understand. We also could use some volunteers. If you'd like to be a part of that, you can get a hold of Mark Caldwell through the Memphis Blue Society's website, memphisbluesociety.com. Be looking at radio-memphis.com, too. There will be some uh, uh, more information about it as well. You can go on uh, to, to the aforementioned Facebook while it's still around. Uh, search uh, Feed the Blues Mid-South, and uh, you'll you'll see what we're talking about. And you can be a part of it, of, of a fantastic thing. So, you know, we ask you that you uh, ask for you to help us and do your part here. And if you enjoy the entertainment that we bring you, you got to keep those guys alive. And that's how we do it. Making sure we get them fed one plate at a time. That's how that works. Dude, we had somebody bring in sets of guitar strings for these guys. How cool is that? It was That was awesome. And it makes their day. It really does. The recipients of those bags, they just love, love it. It's awesome. So there it is. Uh, that's it for uh, for this time. I gotta go. I gotta get out of here. I got things to do. Got a uh, busy uh, busy evening ahead of us here. Well, hell, it's Halloween for God's sake. And uh, we'll be back next time. So you heard what's coming up then. Until then, please look out for yourselves. Look after for one another. For God's sake, stop shooting each other. All right. I'm Rick Cheddar, and this has been from Radio Land. Rick Cheddar from Radio Land is produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated, Memphis, Tennessee. All music performed during this episode was used by permission. No part of this program can be rebroadcast or used in any other way except by written consent. For more, go to radio-memphis.com.